This is episode two of Eat, Play, Sex. Here's a hot highlight for what's to come. <laughs> I was eating I was eating figs the other day and somebody told me that figs looked like vaginas. So I pull it out and I take a big bite of it and I was like, yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> and a very pretty vagina, I might add. Very beautiful and adorable. Yes, yes. <laughs> These fruits and veggies were made by nature to look like penises and vaginas and they really do have aphrodisiac qualities. This podcast is for mature audiences 18 and over and for entertainment purposes only. Please contact your healthcare provider before pursuing any of our topics discussed. You're listening to Eat, Play, Sex with your queens of climax, Dr. Kat and Di. The place to get play, sex, and nutrition talk straight to your ears. Side effects of this podcast may include more lovemaking, hormone harmony, spontaneous sex, exceptional orgasms, less sugar cravings, and more sex cravings. In rare cases, listeners experience a strong desire to try new sexual positions and lube with organic edibles. If you experience moods happier than usual, contact your Facebook friends immediately. Dr. Cat, my sexy little kitten. How are you doing today, girlfriend? Hi, I'm doing fabulous. So I had a crazy birthday last weekend, and I moved and did a few other things. And I found out the other day I had credit card fraud on my birthday. No way! Yeah. You know what? I recently had identity theft myself. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, I think it's just happening. Yeah, it's just part of being a human, I guess. Now I was like, my credit card condom wasn't on. What's going on here? <laughs> I was just gonna say everybody wants to be us, but you know. Well, that's part of it too. That's part of it too. Otherwise, I wouldn't go to walmart.com and buy a bunch of stuff though. So they don't clearly know who I am if they're going to take my. <laughs> <laughs> when you, you had identity, what happened with you and your identity fraud? Uh, mine was Facebook. Somebody hacked onto my Facebook, obviously. Like I said, somebody wants to be me. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I, I think I would rather be you than me. I'm kind of a little <laughs> bit more tame with some of the things. You, you talk about a lot more interesting and like really sexy things, which is why I'm really excited about what we're going to talk about today. Girl, every day. I'm so stoked about this guest. Yeah. So she's your girlfriend. And of course, I know her through you now, which I, oh, gosh, she's, I love her energy. I love her soul. And so <laughs> I, I want to know, I'm curious how you met Dr. Ava. You know, it's funny, I was at this luncheon for sex therapists, for sex educators, and she was sitting next to me, so cute. And I was talking about yoga and how I do yoga for intimacy and with couples and in therapy and then um, in workshops. And she just looks at me and she's like, oh, you need to talk to me about my book. She's like, I'm writing this book about, about exercise and intimacy. And we'll get into that in just a moment. But then we just totally clicked. She and I just resonate on such an awesome, positive energy vibe. Um, and I just, she's my favorite person. She's my spirit animal. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it's so cool when the universe just drops people right into our life and you literally are sitting next to them, like on an airplane or at a seminar. And it's just, it's just no accident when you can really just surrender into the moment of your life and in, in the bedroom, then things happen as they're supposed to, and you can be completely present. So that's what that tells me is that you guys were both just totally in the moment and that's how you found each other. Well, I didn't meet her in the bedroom. Well, that's not what... <laughs> <laughs> I love how you That was my add-on. <laughs> I mean, she might be able to give me some good pointers though. 
and many other men as well, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, the, and, and I'm really excited about another project too. I, I, it's always cool that we update people with what we're doing right now. And I, um, you know, the, the awesome part about this show is, is that we bring sex and sex hormones together so that there's, cause there's so many different angles that we approach our sex lives and our intimacy and we can have so many amazing things going on. And this is what I loved about our radio show when we did this on um, Playboy is that there's the intimacy and then there's also the energy. And so this week I have 50 ladies, which I'm really excited about piloting uh, a, a shake, a morning meal that I put together for them so that they can boost their hormonal levels so that their adrenals are working. And I call it the tau of hormones, which is your thyroid, your oh. adrenals and your ovaries are all working and functioning on all cylinders. So when you bridge that, you know, nutritional hormonal sex with what we're going to talk about today, then you've just got fireworks all over the place. So that's what I've got going and we'll, we'll have an update for you on the next show. Oh, that sounds amazing. 50 women. Yeah. 50 women. That's such a party. Yeah. Yeah. I put it on uh, my Facebook and I just said, you know, we ladies deserve to have more energy and I know we want to have more intimate sex lives. I know we want to have for some women, they want to have children they want to orgasm better. And if they're not well oiled and lubed naturally, then they can't have those things. So I had within like 24 hours, I had 50 women is over 50 women at this point because they're still like, can I get in? I said, no, because I can only ha handle so many women at a time as mm. you know, as would never one man say. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> So, so I've got 50 beautiful women who all deserve to feel amazing. And so we'll, we'll see, we'll see in seven days how this goes. October 15th is our, you know, uh, or I'm sorry, November 15th is our um, end date. So I'm real excited about it. Oh, that's so awesome. So you're literally sending happy, horny women out onto this world. Yes. Yes, I Just am. Send them out. <laughs> them out. Yeah. We'll Everyone see. be happy. Yes. 50 happy, horny women. Just prowling. Yeah. Southern California, Southern California. Or where are you? Where's this at? Where's this happening? All around the world, all around the world. So that's the beauty of this yeah. radio show. That's the beauty of the work that we do is that we can help women everywhere. We can help, help couples. Um, I mean, I know you see couples face to face. Um, but you know, for this project, it's, it's, I've got clients in, um, Europe and Austria, uh, pretty big powerhouse in Austria. She's test piloting it too. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. We'll see. You know how what? This I, goes. Yeah. I really want to know more about how the, the sexual culture is in different cultures. Cause I, I'm sure that that plays a huge impact on this. Yes. I'm curious too. And I don't have the answer, but I'm sure our guest does. Yes, which actually brings me to introduce her. I'm, I'm sitting here just so, so excited and giggly. I am excited that she's with us. Um, we have Dr. Ava Cadell, who is a clinical sexologist, ASECT certified sex counselor, founder of loveologyuniversity.com and sexpert.com. She's the president of the American College of Sexologists International. Girl, this description of you just goes on. I'm such a powerhouse. She is working with her. She is such a pa so passionate about empowering the world to make love, intimacy, and sex a priority in our lives. And you can really see that in the way she speaks and the way she moves. Uh, she, she emanates this 
passion, this idea of love. And you can see that she wants people to experience self-love, healthy relationships, and the best sex lives of sex of their lives. <laughs> She's also the author of 10 books, including Neurolovology, which is one of my favorite books, teaches you the power of mindful sex and love. And her latest book and video project, which I am collaborating with her on, is called Sexy Sizes by Sexperts, which is intimacy through yoga. This has poses that range from playful to passionate and brings together the top 20 experts in sexual health and pleasure to demonstrate how individuals and couples can stay connected on their journey to sexual fitness and satisfaction. She is also the creator of the Instructional Sex Academy videos for Penthouse. And her past products for passion include her Trigasm, Tantric Lovers Game, and a doc. Dr. Ava's Guide DVD series. Whew. Anya takes care after that <laughs> Dr. Ava, how are you? Hi, Dr. Kat. What an amazing introduction. Thank you. And I am so excited that you are my co-producer of my Sexy Sizes by Sexperts Intimacy Through Yoga. I just couldn't have a better partner. I couldn't even manifest a better partner. Oh, I think we manifested each other. Yes, absolutely. And by the way, Diane and Dr. Kat, I love the name of your show, Eat, Play, Sex. That is our first and second basic instinct taken care of. Oh, yes. absolutely. Mm -hmm. I love that too. <laughs> Which it's one's like, the first? Well, survive, eat. Eat is survival is first. <laughs> I thought you were going to say sex. <laughs> No, no, sex is our second basic instinct, but equally as important. Mm -hmm. Yes, because we need to reproduce and we need to play. We need to have fun. Yeah, <laughs> Sounds good to me. I am my priority. Yeah, the quality of our lives is so important. And we can't improve it without play and sexuality. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I talk about this to people a lot, is how important sex is to our relationships. If, we, if that's not present in there, then, then how are you continuing to connect with your partner on an intimate level? Right, and that's what every couple wants. They want intimacy even more than raw sexuality, don't you think, Dr. Kat? I would agree, and it's this concept of making love instead of just having sex, which I think I actually read in your book, too, Neurolovology. Right, because everybody knows how to have sex, where to put it, but making love is an art. And that's why I'm so excited about us doing this project where we can create intimacy through yoga, where couples actually touch and have mm -hmm. eye contact. And, you know, you are such an expert in this arena that I just know it's going to be very successful. Yes, yeah. me too. Having so much fun with it. Speaking of not knowing where to put it and knowing where to put it, we've got a question for you, Dr. Ava. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ask me anything. Go, Kat. I want to know what is your most awkward sexual experience? Oh, my. <laughs> so, um, of course, I could say I don't have any awkward ones because I'm a sexpert. But I'll tell you, a long, long, long time ago, <laughs> when I could not open up a condom, it was one of those 
old condoms that came in sort of a plastic container and I was literally hitting it on the head with my high heel and it was bouncing all over the bedroom. It was so embarrassing. But the good news is, it reminds me of a quote that Jerry Seinfeld says. He said, why do they make condom packets so hard to open? Do you know the answer, ladies? Uh-uh. To give the woman a chance to change her mind. Oh, <laughs> wow. I did. I changed my mind because I couldn't get it open. So it, it was an awkward moment, but it was sort of an epiphany that I shouldn't be having sex with this person. <laughs> mm. It makes me wonder if not being able to get it up is his ability to change his mind. And that's our... <laughs> Well, I think there are many reasons, but that's a good one, Diane. Very yeah. good. Yes. yes, yes, yes. And did you talk to him after that or no? No, we never saw each other again. Huh. Did you, run out of the, did you run out of the room all embarrassed or what, what happened when you couldn't open it? No, I, la I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> I, was, I was laughing hysterically. And uh, no, we just sort of left laughing and never saw each other again. Hey, happy endings. <laughs> That's a happy ending. A different yes. kind. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, that's that's uh, it, sex and, and comedy is important too. And and what I loved about what we're going to talk about today, and one of the the guides that you sent us, Dr. Ava, is that it it got me thinking that, and that's that's the play, right? In in our title is Eat, Play, Sex. Um, there was no sex, but there definitely was play there. We can't have them all at the same time, but ideally, maybe we can. So, I'm I'm curious because. I love the playness, the playfulness that is you. And, and I really want to know how you evolved. You know, what, why did you start Loveology University, Dr. Ava? Well, it all came from adversity for me. I'm a Hungarian refugee and I was uh, raised in a convent run by very strict nuns who, you know, taught me that sex was dirty and that my body was a sin, you know, to touch. And so I grew up with masses of guilt and shame about my body and sex. And I had a lot of very unhealthy relationships with boys when I was a teenager. So pretty much I had to hit rock bottom. And then I just had to manifest how to find out about love and relationships and sex and, and find a healthy relationship for myself. So I think it was my destiny, you know, to study human sexuality, to be a sexologist, to write all these books and to help people all over the world. And, and I did find the best relationship for myself. I was married 25 years to the most wonderful person who passed away a couple of years ago. So I'm so happy you know, that um, this is my mission and I, I still enjoy it and I'm looking for love again. And uh, I just love mentoring people who do what I do, such as Dr. Kat, who's gonna be a star sex book in the next couple of years. She's gonna outdo Dr. Ruth. Uh <laughs> Woo, that's a great mission. Yeah, so I'm just blessed to be able to do this job which isn't a job at all it's like the best hobby in the world i can literally hear your passion just emanating from you from here 
it's you. so beautiful to listen to you talk about it. And the, the way that you turn your life experiences into something that, of empowerment. Oh, wow. This is so inspiring. Oh, thank you. And then Loveology University really was a way for me to share all my knowledge with the world. Mm -hmm. You know, anybody can take my courses online and be a love coach if they want, or they can just learn to be a better lover. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's my gift to the world. Uh, What's a love coach? Well, a love coach is like a life coach, but I believe it's the evolution of a life coach because... You know, you focus on helping people with their love lives, whether it's helping them to find a love or maintain a love or rekindle passion, you know, or just some fabulous new playful, sexy positions or sexy sizes. So it's all those fun things. So even I could be a love coach. Oh, you, I think you are highly qualified. (laughs) Oh, good. Well, because, you know, the two of you, are really collaborating on so much more than you know than just food and and sex and play. It's it's about well-being and fitness and intimacy and and mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, sexual benefits for for individuals and couples. Yeah, absolutely. And I see that in your work too. In all the books that you've written, you touch on different aspects of sex and of love and intimacy. One of my favorite books that I've read of yours is the Neuroloveology because me personally, I, I love knowing how my brain works in my relationships. And it and it to me, it removes some of the shame of um, maybe I'm crazy acting this way. No, there's a lot of brain chemicals that are going on at the same time. So I was, you know, reading through that. I wondered, why do you think it's important for couples to know about the brain's role in intimacy? Well, the number one reason is communication. Mm. So, for example, you know, I think that Dr. Cat is uh, right-brained, predominantly like myself. <laughs> we're very creative. We're very playful, we like the whole big production. And if we are dating a guy who's left-brained, which is sort of an engineer's brain, he's very goal-oriented, he speaks with very few words, you know, he doesn't necessarily wanna do the whole foreplay and setting the mood for love. We, We will be speaking different languages to each other, even with something as simple as saying, you know, I want to have um, intimacy tonight and, and make love. So a left brain guy doesn't need to hear all the romance that you want. He just wants to hear, I want you now. And yeah. uh, he needs to learn how to speak your language, which is, you look so beautiful tonight and I want to make passionate love to you, you know, and caress you from head to toe. So literally, they're two different languages. And, you know, most couples do actually have different sides of their brain that they predominantly use because that's half the attraction. You know, opposites do attract. Mm. So somebody who's more of the left brain would attract somebody who's more of the right brain. Why do you see that happening? Well, because I know with my husband, he was um, 
he was a lawyer, so he was very, very left-brained. And, you know, when a right and left-brained person have a relationship, they never get bored with each other because they bring different elements of excitement into the relationship. Whereas, you know, two left-brained people are going to have really boring sex, mainly just cookies once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. And two right-brained people are going to compete for their creativity. So when two right-brained people have sex, they're going to argue about which Kama Sutra position they want to do. <laughs> These power struggles. So... Um, I I do wholeheartedly believe that we should seek a partner who brings something new to our relationship. Ooh, okay. Uh, This is, I was so excited when you sent over this, this quiz, Dr. Ava, this ebook that we're going to share with our tribe, our live tribe, because I recently um, went through a breakup and I'm very sexually starved and that's just sad for now. (laughs) So, um, it's, it's just that. What? We have to feed that sexual appetite. Yes, and I, and I want to ask that question too for, for those of us who are listening and, and are a part of our love tribe that are in that space because I think it's so important. You know, the, the in-betweenness, you know, the, the ocean is so vast and the in-betweenness of our dating lives and, you know, without shame. So I, I want to talk about that too today is, is playing without shame in between the status of in a relationship, <laughs> whether or not it's on Facebook. So... I just referenced the ocean and when you sent the guide and I went through that, I, I wondered where my, my ex and several of my exes fell, you know, under the open, conscientious, extroverted, agreeable, and neurotic. And, um, I am a right brain, left brain person. So I, I, you know, I saw the, these five things as similar to the love languages that you know, these are like sex languages. And then there's the love languages that are, I thought, well, this is very important for people to know also. So the, the first question I have with this, that, you know, the ocean, what this means before we get into what it does mean is how, how would you compare it to the love languages and, and how would you recommend people use this in their lives? So these are used, you know, mainly by psychiatrists and psychologists to define personality types. And I think it's important for us to know our personality types um, so that we can understand our strengths and our weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And then also so that we can find out our partner's personality type so that we can have more compatibility and less conflicts. And the reason I came up with this, um, you know, your sexual personality is because it's another way for us to enhance our love lives, enrich our intimacy and expand our sexual horizons. And I also did it for myself. I didn't know which um, category I fit into and I realized I'm not as sexually open as I thought I was. Hmm. I'm not that sexually conscientious. I thought that's what I would be. I'm not sexually extroverted, um, but I am sexually agreeable. So that's what I realized by writing this was, oh, that's who I am. And thank God I'm not sexually neurotic. (laughs) 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 The bad thing. The sexually neurotic people are really good for one night stands. <laughs> is that, that is good to know? <laughs> is that the engineer? The nerve? I, I couldn't even 
when you said when you said engineer, I thought, well, that was an ex of mine, and I was so bored with him. Um, and when you said lawyer, uh-huh. I thought, well, you know, you were with him for several decades, so you obviously mm-hmm. weren't bored with him. So no. Where would where was your husband? Where did he fall in this? Um, in oh, the ocean? he was wild. He was the wildest, most sexual person I ever met. And um, I mean, he taught me as much about sex as I taught him. He was oh. completely uninhibited. So he was definitely sexually open and extroverted. And so that's what's so nice about the sexual personality test. We can fall into more than one category. Mm-hmm. You know, uh-huh. it's like we do with, um, you know, neurolinguistics, for example. You know, you have a kinesthetic person. You have um, a person who's auditory and a person who's visual. And most of us fit into at least one or two of those, mm-hmm. not just one, you know. Yeah. People think that men are primarily visual. Well, okay, that's a great generalization. But some of them are also auditory, especially if they're politicians and like to hear their voices. <laughs> um, I can tell that Dr. Cat is very kinesthetic, too. She's a big hugger. Oh, is- yes, that's so true. <laughs> You're a hugging bunny. So I think the more we know, the more empowered we are as human beings, and the more confident we'll be in and out of the bedroom. Oh, that's so beautifully said. It's it's as if it's creating self-knowing. So mm-hmm. move forward no, saying, this is where I do my best. This is how I can stay in that sexual role of mine versus um, I'm not feeling sexual desire right now. I don't know how to how to how to bring that up in within me. I hear that a lot from couples. They're like, I didn't my sex drive just isn't here. And giving them some tips and tools of using their senses, like you were saying with the kinesthetic and with the with the visual, really helps them to uh, realize their own power and bring it back up when they when they want to. Yes, I agree. And women especially, we are, we have such instincts and we have that power that a lot of women don't feel worthy of releasing. And, you know, for us, as, as you ladies know more than anybody, sex begins between the ears. Mm-hmm. We, always say we really need a brain-gasm as well as, a, you know, an, an orgasm through sexual um touch and, and love making too. Mm-hmm. I love that because it, it moves it away from just the genitals and it says, you know, use this this ability to imagine, to fantasize, to to be in your senses more than just how often we hyper focused on, on on our genitals. Exactly. And fantasy is such a safe place. A lot of women feel guilty when they fantasize about somebody else than Mm -hmm. the partner they're having sex with. And I keep saying, don't be guilty. Your partner's benefiting from your fantasy. (laughs) And you are having the greatest orgasm. And you don't have to share every fantasy with your partner. It's, It's in your head. It's totally safe. I think there's something sexy about that, too, because it's like, oh, this is mine. This is my world in my head. This is, you know, my dirty little secret that I have. There's something really hot about that. 
It's so naughty. The way you say that. So there's there's a lot of couples that I know that are battling in this in this regard, Dr. Ava. And it's I, I, I work primarily with women and, and their hormones and they're you know, like I said earlier, they're they're flatlined. They're just so exhausted. So they've got their adrenals and they're just they they do have these desires, these fantasies somewhere in their brain, like the neuro part of it, but they're just so exhausted. So I, you know, while I do my job at helping them rebuild their endocrine system so that they have the energy and the desire, because, you know, if testosterone's low, then they're not really going to have the desire. And if, you know, estrogen dominance is what a lot of women are suffering from today. So I have a question for you on, in the meantime, so with a lot of these women, you know, the majority of women today, just they're tired, but they'd still have the desire. So what would you recommend that they could be doing in the meantime until they get their energy levels back so that they can tease their brain? So Diane, there's so many things, but I'll keep it simple. The number one thing is that women need to find out what makes them feel like they're in a juicy frame of mind. Mm -hmm. And so what makes you relaxed? What makes you feel good? Whether it's a piece of chocolate, a bubble bath, you know, mindless TV, um, a glass of wine, uh, wearing sexy underwear, whatever it is, that's the number one step is knowing what makes you feel juicy and sexy mentally. Mm. And once the woman has identified that, then she can start creating something that's going to release her oxytocin with her partner. So just hugging for six seconds can help her to release that bonding chemical. So that's number two. And then number three is so simple. It's a 12 second kiss, but a passionate kiss where the man transfers testosterone from his saliva into the woman's saliva. And that triggers the desire. So if she can do those three steps, she can easily go from either work mode to sex pop mode or mommy mode to seductress. And so those are my three little short tips for women who are listening to this. I love that because it helps us to realize that we can shift from those identities that we have that that are not eroticized. You mentioned mommy and how often I see I work with women. They're like, I just I'm a mom. I can't can't be sexy anymore and it's and it's all these things is how do you drop down into that sexual identity that you have I know for me personally I love (laughs) I love to turn on some very sexy slithery music and just start moving in my spine and in my hips and that will get me into my sexual space instantly and I feel the power just moving through my body, even if I had an extensively long, exhausting day. I love that. That's such a good one about identifying what's gonna you know, turn your mind off from work and boring you know, chores and getting into a juicy frame of mind. That's, that's brilliant. Yeah, dancing um, and naked dancing even mm-hmm. more. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Love you it. know what, as you're saying naked dancing, that's what came up in my personality, my sex personality. <laughs> I came out as open, and some of the things that said I would enjoy were things like threesomes, yep, power play, yeah, huh, strip trees, done it, 
and going commando. And I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> and don't forget having sex in public places. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got to work on that one. <laughs> I say, you know, having sex in public places really boosts the dopamine. It gets people so excited because it's risky sex. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a really good one to turn both people on. Do you have a personal cop that we could have on speed dial just in case we get in trouble to bail us out? Oh, you need a lawyer. <laughs> you need a good lawyer. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you need a lawyer to get you out of jail quick. <laughs> Sexology attorney. So I, I have a. I was. You were talking about oxytocin. That's so important because. And, and then Kat, you just had another good topic too. A lot of women, when they get older, they think that they can't be sexy and. I, I think this show, you know, the theme of the show is giving yourself permission to be sexy, giving yourself permission to enjoy yourself on your own, the self-love that increases that oxytocin. And, you know, the, in the work that, that I see with oxytocin, and oxytocin is like a gut healer, and so many people have digestive issues. Sometimes it's not enough, but a lot of women I talk to are like, I have digestive problems, and I, 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 being horny and lovemaking in the bedroom it is the last thing on my mind because what if I have gas? and we're having sex. It's just so embarrassing. So oxytocin is critical. I have a question on that. Do you, and and this is for both of you ladies, do you find that long kissing and intimate kissing is something that just starts to die off in a relationship after the first few years? Definitely. I think it's the first activity that couples stop doing, but the reason is because there's some kind of pent-up anger or resentment. So they still love their partner, but they don't really like them anymore. And they just don't want to do the most intimate kissing, which I call facial intercourse, because I think it's even more intimate Mm. than intercourse. I love that. That's such a powerhouse term. Facial intercourse. <laughs> you know, I would agree with Dr. Ava, and then I'd also expand on that. That so for me, because I'm doing a lot of work with couples in yoga, that's why Dr. Ava and I are doing the sexy sizes. But I see so many people are stuck in their busy brains, and they're constantly needing, feeling the need to produce or get back to work or work with the kids and all this stuff. It causes you to be out of your body. So if you think about kissing and that that facial intercourse, you in order to be in that you have to be in your body and in your senses and I think people are just not giving themselves that permission to be there or be patient with that or drop down they just would rather stay in the the monkey brain yeah and would you say that that Dr. Ava that one just a kiss like that would break them from that monkey brain and the, is there a science behind the 12 minutes or so, I'm sorry 12 seconds 12, 12 minutes is even better Diane. yeah right I <laughs> Yeah. What's, what's no, your guys' I mean, longest kiss? What's what's your guys' longest kiss, would you say? I once had a, a kiss when, it, with, when I was in Mexico with a guy who couldn't speak English. And we kissed, I think, for like 45 minutes. And I had an orgasm through just kissing. Oh. It was amazing. Oh. I have too. I've had an orgasm through just kissing too. I don't know how long the kissing was, but I don't know that I ever actually tie it. I'm usually lost, so lost into the moment. But yes, I definitely, orga- I think I've done it twice. Okay, I officially cannot die tomorrow unless this has happened. I always say I've lived a full life. And if I died tomorrow, I'd still be happy. But now I can't because I need to experience an <laughs> orgasm while kissing. Do tell the secrets. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's your homework, or I call it love work, Diane. Yeah. So, so <laughs> going back to that, that last question, is there science behind that 12 seconds, Dr. Ava? Um, well, there is in that it releases the chemicals, as we talked about, both the oxytocin and the testosterone. And, you know, really also the dopamine, the reward part of our brain knows that after you have a juicy kiss, there's more to come. Excuse mm -hmm. the pun. Yeah. <laughs> no excuses. <laughs> you know, kiss for two seconds, it's not going to release those fantastic feel-good chemicals in your brain that flood your body. Yeah, and that's what couples do is they're cheapening their, their facial intercourse to um, vanilla sex or maybe even worse than that. It's just a peck. What the heck? Yeah, it's a peck on the cheek. I mean, yeah. that's not juice is flowing anywhere. No, that's what I do with my friends. Come on, guys, let's make let's juice it up here. So maybe maybe you can share a success story that's super juicy or I'm not sure if you're able to do that on the show. Oh, you mean with with clients that we've had? Yeah. Hmm. Do you, let me well, I mean, there's nothing more rewarding when I get two people to reconnect and I have a a, a couple who came to see me and they were married, but the woman did not like the way the man kissed her. So, and this was actually uh, recorded on a TV show too. So I said to her, okay, I want you to be the director, the producer, the writer, and the star of your own movie. And your husband is your co-star and you have to direct him to do the most passionate kissing for your love scene. And it was fantastic. I watched her assert herself and direct him. And he took the direction very well. And they ended up kissing in the most juicy way and kissing in different positions, might I say. Oh. It was fabulous. So that's my, um, you know, happy uh, result from a, a kissing story where two couples had a problem and we, we had a solution. I love that because it takes the pressure off of the male and it says he, it puts you into play. And when we're shift our mindset into a playful set, it's, it's easier to take direction. It's easier because it's not personal. It's, this is, this is our imagination. This is our fantasy and we're playing a game. Right. And that's where the play comes in. So many yeah. people take sex too seriously hmm. to me. Sex is adult play. It's got to be fun. How would mm -hmm. someone know if they're taking sex too seriously? Like if you could give people a description of, you know, let's say we were in a counseling session together right now. Uh, there's the characteristics. If, if you this, if you that, if you that, you're taking sex too seriously. Well, I would ask you, when was the last time you guys laughed together, you know, during um, sex, during oh. lovemaking? Oh, never. I mean, with this last guy anyway. Not much. <laughs> I then, giggle. I do giggle. Ah, you do. <laughs> you look like you would giggle. You look. <laughs> she has the cutest little. I was just gonna say both of you guys have the cutest little giggle. I need to work on my giggle. <laughs> wow, you need to have a kiss with an orgasm, and you need to have laughter with your sex, Diane. Oh, where do I where do I buy that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, maybe you can start with the sexy sizes video. Uh, I think that's going to be a great one because it's so playful. It's doing acro yoga and partner yoga flow. And we fall over all the time, but it's 
how you man maneuver through that. Are you laughing when you fall over or do you get mad and blame it to your partner when you fall? And I've got another tip for Diane, because Diane, you're such a nutrition expert. What I think would make you laugh with a partner is to have an aphrodisiac weekend with just love foods, you know, that resemble the genitals, both male and female, and feed each other. And I think that would make you, you know, both laugh and have an incredible orgasm. Oh, great. A, a, a new chapter to my book. You just inspired me, Dr. Ava. <laughs> <laughs> I was eating I was eating figs the other day, and somebody told me that figs looked like vaginas. So I pull it out, and I take a big bite of it, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> and a very pretty vagina, I might add. Very beautiful and adorable. Yes, yes. <laughs> see, these fruits and veggies were made by nature to look like penises and vaginas, and they really do have aphrodisiac qualities. I mean, licorice is the number one um, aphrodisiac for women because it wow. contains estri plant estrogens and it stimulates the sex glands, bringing oxygen to the female genitals 40% faster for yeah. us to orgasm. Black licorice. What do you think I took before I got on the show this morning, Dr. Ava? <laughs> <laughs> I, put, I recommend a lot of clients take licorice root. It's awesome. Zinc, it is. Zinc. And, and with Thanksgiving coming up, pumpkin pie is the top contender, contender for men. You know, that increases penile blood flow faster than any other food. So lots of pumpkin pie for men out there. Ooh. Yes. Yes. From I'm trying to, I'm trying to eroticize pumpkin pie right now. I don't know how I'm going to do that. <laughs> Put it on your naked body and have him lick it off. Mm -hmm. Okay, I will do just that. <laughs> yeah, I I can recall a time where I put some foods on my naked body and tried to entice my partner with that, and he walked by the room and looked at me and went. Oh, that's pretty sexy and kept going. And I went, oh, well, maybe I won't do that again. But I think that that's for another show. I think there's probably a lot in what you talk about on your website, Dr. Ava, that talks about like the PTSD-ness of trying something with another partner and thinking that just because it didn't work with them doesn't mean that we should shy away again, right? Yeah, we can't blame past relationships you know, for anything that a new partner brings. So, you, yeah, he obviously wasn't into sploshing. Sploshing is where you cover your body in food. And there are people who get really turned on by eating it off. But he wasn't one of them. And that's where I think that this is going to be really cool for the, the link that you sent us to share with our love tribe to discover which one of the personalities that they are between open and conscientious and extroverted, agreeable and neurotic, because maybe I was being playful and extroverted and that wasn't a good match for my type in the bedroom. So I, th I think we'll refer uh, you all to check that out because I learned a lot about myself there too. And there needs to be sexual chemistry in the bedroom in order to have the, the connection that we seek outside of the bedroom and that, you know, it's foreplay after the, the orgasm as well. Yeah, very well put. I agree. Cool. So, Dr. Cat, I think we should start closing up shop, even though I really don't want to, because to me, this is like 
This is audio orgasm. This is so fun. Um, let's start. Let's start wrapping it up with the, the the top three things that Ava, Dr. Ava, would recommend. Okay, facial intercourse. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I, well, a hug, of course, releasing oxytocin, but it's got to be like a at least a 10, 12 second hug. Um, getting into a juicy frame of mind by doing what Dr. Cat does, which is dancing naked. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, those are good. I don't want to, you know, overload you with stuff, but I think um, those are really, really good to help, especially women out there, because, you know, guys can get excited within a few seconds. It's much more complicated for us because we need our brain gasm as well. Yeah, sometimes the desire of it doesn't come until after the arousal. So it get, working on that piece first, and then we can get more into the mood of it. That right there, Dr. Cat. that right there, what you just said, very well said. So the, the three to summarize, if we were to recommend any three things that a couple, a powerful couple, or a single person that wants to have a couple, or a single person within the couple, these three powerful takeaways, what I just heard was, hug for a long time, dance naked. And then the third one was the long kiss. Yes, that'll okay. do it. Awesome. <laughs> All the same time, maybe simultaneously as well. <laughs> With multiple partners. No, no, that's another show. Sorry. <laughs> that's the next show. <laughs> we'll have a foursome in the next show instead of just a threesome. <laughs> Dr. Kat, is there anything you'd like to ask Dr. Ava in the wrap up? I, I think this is great. I'm, I'm really excited to see where our projects together go. And um, again, like I just love your passion about helping people come back together and not give up on their relationships and not give up on their sex lives just because they think differently, just because they're interested in things differently. But you really take the shame away and the guilt away and you bring them together to see them for who they are as individuals to create that unit. So thank you so much. This has just been awesome. Oh, thank you, Dr. Kat. And thank you, Diane. It was really fun playing with you guys. And I do believe we're having eargasms. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, my ears are ringing, yes. <laughs> Multiple sensory gasms of all kinds. I'm gonna go eat some figs right now and pray for a manifestation of a beautiful lover. And then I will consult with you next, Dr. Ava. <laughs> Baby, you are your ultimate lover. Yes, I am. Maybe I'll go take a bath and eat some figs. So much powerhouse and valuable information that was talked in this interview. I, Diane, I think you've got some work to do. Girl, oh my gosh. She's like more than a powerhouse. She's like a power mansion. Yeah. <laughs> like a power empire. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I love that the love work she calls it. Not homework, but love work. And uh, Diane, I, I want to hear your updates for the next week. You've got some some facial intercourse Amy. <laughs> what was it? Orgasming with a kiss? That's what it was. Wait, am I supposed to just kiss the mirror if I don't have a significant other in my life? I don't know. <laughs> I want to hear you get a stranger off the street and see what happens. <laughs> Will you hold the camera? We'll just do it and put it all over Facebook Live. <laughs> okay, I there are some really powerful takeaways that you and I are going to take over to YouTube. I mean, there's like a couple things I thought of after that all kind of start with O. It's like ocean, orgasm, and oxytocin. 
And mm. this is where we're going to encourage all of you beautiful tribal loves that are watching us or listening to us to go watch us on YouTube because we're going to bring some powerful takeaways over to our YouTube channel. And I think you're going to love them because now that you're, you're probably full of juices in your brain, we're going to just take this and orgasm all over the place with them. Um, because there's some stuff we just can't get it all in one show and our brains are both going so let's take it to our YouTube station where you could listen for more and get these takeaways implemented into your life and then make sure that you're sharing with us what's working for you and what's not because we want to hear from you all right well thank you again and we will see you guys next time remember that sex matters sex matters ladies and gents Thanks for tuning in, lovers. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel. You can find out more about our guests and topics from our show by checking out katmeyer.com or diankazer.com. Until next time, don't forget to nourish your sex life.